the college basketball experience weekend check-in on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head to head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's better fantasy, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, you're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. the college basketball experience weekend check-in show. We got a, just a loaded slate of college basketball on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> That's right. No one touches Dundee. God bless college basketball. Every day we're getting these games. Hope you're subscribed. We got a daily show going on for college basketball. Subscribe, tell a friend. The college basketball experience is here. Remember also to subscribe to the college football experience because the FCS National Championship and the uh, FBS National Championship between Bama and Georgia. We got both those games uh, previewed on the college football experience. Um, so uh, I had to bring in this guy though. All right, the DFS got himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former former Herndon basketball the MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Yo, what's going on, man? How we doing? I mean, it's it's great to just talk college basketball. Let me give you some music. Yes. Basketball. Look, I get it. College football's winding down. You can still mix in the NFL with college basketball. We got the USFL happening. That's exciting. Um, we got you covered, is what I'm trying to say. All right, we got you covered on the sports gambling podcast. Shit, I mean, I feel like we had a darts article out in the past two weeks. That was amazing. All right, so even if you want to bet on darts, we got you covered. That's why you should get the. You should download uh or subscribe to the uh, Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. But how you doing NC Nick? I'm doing great, man. And we were just talking before we started recording and it seemed like, you know, college basketball, there's two weeks around the holidays. There was a bunch of COVID cancellations. They kind of lost the momentum they were building. Cause they, for the first two months were you know great, you know, non-conference games, great matchups everywhere. A lot of, you know, fun basketball on a daily basis. I feel like we kind of got lost a little bit in the mix those two weeks, but it's back. We're back in action. College football is basically over. Now people can start focusing on college basketball and let's do it, man. It starts on a, on a big weekend here coming up. Yeah. And, and I, I was loving today, the daytime games. All right. There were some fun daytime games early and look, uh, we got San Francisco Loyola early in the day. And that was a game that just added like a couple days ago. Yeah. Too bad. It just wasn't on TV. <laughs> I ended up finding it. I got it. I got, got it on like- TV. But the illegal new, pirate uh, stream. Yeah, yeah. I had to go deep uh, black ops. Any, um, deep into those interwebs. <laughs> but Houston Baptist, Southeast Louisiana, New Orleans, 
uh, McNeese State. That was a great game in the in the daytime that went to double overtime. Um, so we're gonna Friday slate's a little light, but Saturday and Alkina gonna on some matchups on Sunday. Um, so let's get to it here. And remember, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience and get the SGPN app because sometimes we give you locks after the the show drops. We we find out that I'll oh, be like this trend or this or this. So if you get the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store, you'll get access to all of our picks and podcasts. And like I said, we drop daily. Me, Patty C, NC Nick here, Terrell Furman Jr. We pick every single college basketball game. ATS. We've been doing it for five years now. So subscribe, tell a friend, and uh, get that thing. So uh, look, a Friday slate's not that amazing, but. Marquette at Georgetown catches my eye. Marquette at Georgetown. Shaka smart. Look, I, I, I mentioned this uh, on the solo shows all the time that college basketball's got a lot of great storylines in this, in this season. And you'll probably hear me mention them uh, as we preview Saturday's games. There's Iowa States. There's uh you know, um, Minnesota, I think has been fun. Uh, DePaul at one point has been really fun. Uh, even though they're in a three game losing streak, I think Marquette has got to be in there. They're much better than we thought they would be uh, thus far. Here's a huge opportunity for them. They're coming off of a gigantic win at home against Ed Cooley uh, in, in Providence. They blew Providence out the water. And uh, now they hit the road to go to DC to take on Georgetown. Patrick Ewing's bunch struggling just six and five, six and five. I mean, uh, Nick, that Georgetown's been on a COVID break for a long time. Marquette's laying two. I, I kind of like Marquette here. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. So I mean, Marquette, if you're looking at them and they're, they're sitting at nine and six, you're like, okay, well that's not that impressive, but their schedule has been absolute nuts, especially for a team has a first year head coach and brought in a handful of transfers to basically just to fill out a roster. I mean, they, 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 they beat Illinois. Granted, I think it was, it was, it was either without Coburn or his first game back. No, they didn't have Coburn. Minutes. They didn't have Coburn okay. that game. Yeah. They beat uh, Illinois beat yeah. miss. Beat WVU. They lost to, to St. Bonaventure, lost to Wisconsin. They beat K State, and then they had a four game slide UCLA, Xavier, Yukon, Creighton. Oh, Granted, that's we're a brutal schedule. Oh, seriously. <laughs> and then we're so we're starting to get into Big East play, but at a conference, Shaka, what are you doing, man? Take it easy on your team a little bit. You know, so I think Marquette, I have been impressed with them, and I think their record is, I think they're better than what their record indicates. And uh, you know, two main guys for them, Justin Lewis, the forward for Marquette, having a great season. Uh, as a freshman last year, only averaged seven and five. Really made that second year jump. He's now averaging fifteen and eight. And it also pains me to say, it, the point guard, the George Mason transfer, Tyler Kolek, mm-hmm. he's he's really been a you know a steadying influence on Marshall. that team. I thought Morsel has been playing better than I thought he the would. Maryland yeah. transfer, yeah. yeah. So uh, Marquette is looking really good here, and, and you know, meanwhile, yeah, Georgetown hasn't played since December 18th. Uh, that game was a home loss to TCU. If you look at you know their schedule, it's been a much lighter schedule, uh, and really the only win of note is. The win over Syracuse. Yeah. Other than that, the they you know those the major opponents that they've played like uh, South Carolina to you, they've got uh, uh, San Diego State losses. They've also lost to Dartmouth to St. Joe's. St. Joe's is playing better ball, but uh, I think Marquette is clear. You know, I think they're just the better team now. Tread lightly, conference play on the road, but. I think I like Marquette to uh, get this W and cover the two and a half. You think in March, come, well, come March, will Marquette be in the NCAA tournament? Dude, I think they have a chance. I, I think, think the they Big do East, too. I think the Big East can send a boatload of teams. And from what I've seen out of Marquette, you know, bouncing back and uh, you know beating um, Providence last yeah. time out after losing four in a row, that showed you know some of the toughness of this team here. So. I think Shaka's doing a really good job, you know, just with 10 games in or something. So I think they have a chance. I think they're probably going to be around the bubble or so, but uh, I, I do think they have a chance to get in uh, all the more important. They need to take advantage of games like this and start racking up W's. Yeah. Uh, so Friday slates light. I mean, first off in the morning, if you're working daytime, you got new Orleans and Houston Baptist. Hey, 9am on the West noon on the East. That's fun. I'll be watching. Yeah. Uh, then though, uh, Kent, uh, so Marquette Georgetown is going to be a three thirty on the East six 30. I'm, I'm sorry. Three 30 on the West six 30 on the East Kent state in Ohio. Now Kent state's one of these teams. That I think 
kind of been up and down this year. Ohio though made the NCAA tournament a year ago. They beat Virginia in the first round, the reigning national champs, Ben Vanderplas. That guy's a baller. Um, what are you going to do here on this uh, Kent state, Ohio? I think the, the line is at Ohio minus seven, seven and a half. I'm seeing yeah. now <sighs> this one's tough here, but Ohio's on, Ohio's on a little bit of a, of a roll here. They've won six in a row. Uh, I think they are the better team and they're at home. It's good game. Seven though. and a yeah, yeah, you know, seven and a half is is right where I'm not not comfortable, especially like betting it myself. Uh, I'm not going to touch this one. Not going to lock up or anything. I think I'm going to lean the home team and go uh, Bobcats. I, I'm going to go as well. I think they're the best team in the MAC, but I do. I'll say the MAC. I think the MAC's really up as a conference. Yeah, sure. With Buffalo, with with Akron is solid. Bowling Green is solid. Yeah. Kent, uh, Kent State, State is Toledo. Bad. Don't sleep on the Toledo Rockets. Yeah. yeah. Um. We got a little Ivy League matchup that I'll touch on. Brown is eight and eight. Harvard's eight and four, but Brown is battle tested. Um, I do think Brown is a contender and make the NCAA tournament this year in the Ivy League. They're getting two points on the road at Harvard. Are you going to go with Tommy Amaker? You're, I know you're a Duke guy. <laughs> yeah, I think you know they're pretty even teams. I think uh, I'm going to lean on the home side. Uh, you know, Brown's last three games have all been on the road, and they've lost all those. I mean, granted. A couple of them are against Syracuse and Maryland, but they should have beat Penn. They ended up getting a four-point loss there, so I think Harvard can pull this one out. I'll I'll go with the Crimson. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give away a lock here before we get to the next Big East matchup. I'm gonna lock up Cleveland State. The Vikings, Dennis Gates, you know, came over from Florida State, took the Vikings to the NCAA tournament last year. That's a good team. It's a good team this year in the Horizon League. They're eight and three. Robert Morris, not very good. I'm laying seven. Give me Cleveland State to get it done against Robert Morris in Pittsburgh. I'm locking that thing up. I think I, What's that? That makes a lot of sense. I mean, Robert Morris is two and eleven. J- jump on uh, it. I, I might go there with you. You know, you know. I mean, these lines have just come out, so I haven't had a chance to digest them much. They're two and eleven, and one of those wins is, is over the Lancaster Bible College. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very formidable opponent there, but uh, especially I mean, all, you know, so they've only had like three home games, and this is a home game for Robert Morris. But they lost to Mount St. Mary's in overtime. Mount St. Mary's is not very good. Uh, they uh, they lost to Youngstown State by four. Youngstown State, I mean, nowhere near as good as Cleveland State. Lost to Florida Gulf Coast at home by eleven. I think anything less than ten, you're probably good with Cleveland State here. Uh, I'll ride with you. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yes. It's a light slate. Some of these other games on Friday, I mean, look, we'll we'll pick them all on the SGPN app, but McNeese, Southeast Louisiana, that's uh, Loyola, Boston, Lehigh Army, uh, Cornell Penn. Um there's a bunch of other ones too, Marist, Fairfield, IPFW, Youngstown. Um, but really the only other one to watch later in the night is Xavier hits the road to, to uh Hinkle Fieldhouse, where me and NC Nick have been. Um, this is a nice matchup. Uh Xavier's what laying five, I believe, uh in Hinkle Fieldhouse. On the road, Butler, Chuck Harris. I was interested to watch Butler the other night because Chuck Harris was coming off the bench. He leads the team in scoring and they got him as a sixth man. Interesting for Jordan uh to do that to their head coach uh, LeVar Jordan. Um, Butler was, has been dinged up a lot though. Butler's a strange team. They showed up. They, they got the win against DePaul. They, they got that big win at Oklahoma. Uh, they had injuries. Neezy's back. Um, what do you make of this game? Nick, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, Bo, Bo Hodges and Pierce Thomas are still out for Butler. Hodges is a, is an important piece. Pierce Thomas is, you know, he kind of rides the bench, doesn't get that much playing time. Um, but you know, my problem with them is that they're almost like playing too many guys and they really need, you know, an alpha dog to step up. Um, kind of like what Kamar Baldwin did a couple of years ago. Uh, so I don't know if that's Chuck Harris or Bryce golden or Jair Bolden, or maybe the true freshman they're getting really good minutes from Jaden Taylor, but uh, they're always dangerous at home here. But I have been very impressed with Xavier so far. They are nine and four ATS. Um, I mean, they have four guys who average double, uh, uh, double figure scoring two seniors in the backcourt, Nate Johnson, Paul Scruggs. They've been playing really good. 
Jack Nunn, the Iowa transfer, stepped in nicely, and Zach Fremantle is still kind of only averaging 20 minutes a game here. One of their best players last couple of years. He missed the first half of the year with an injury. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of like Xavier here once again. You know, tread lightly conference road games here, but I think Xavier is the better team. Uh, last year they swept Butler in the regular season, both wins by double digits. But Butler did beat him in overtime by a point in the Big East championship. I think Xavier's just the better team here. I'll lay the points going into Hinkle. Probably not going to lock it though. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Xavier. So Friday night, that's the slate. Um, but before I get to Saturday, because Saturday is loaded with games, uh, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in all your favorite teams, players, and sports from college football, college basketball, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WMBA, and more. And WinBet's got some great brand new bonuses. You can bet $5 and win 400 in free bets. And you can win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at the Sportsbook at Win Las Vegas, and a $5,000 travel credit. Sign me up. Right. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The NFL playoffs and the national championship for college football, FCS and FBS are right around the corner and props up has the best odds on all football futures. See a ticket you like, but think maybe the price is too high. Well, submit a bid for a price that you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other betters, just like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and props up. will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale, and thousands of buyers will visit PropSwap every day to find the, the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. This week, Derek from Colorado purchased a Georgia college football uh, championship ticket at PropSwap uh, at odds of minus 120, a huge discount compared to the sports books that currently have them at minus 150. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, Saturday, 9 a.m. on the West, noon on the East. Now, this is great because you got the FCS championship going on in Frisco, Texas, Montana State, North Dakota State. That's going to be on here at God's Eye on the Big, probably. But the, I don't know. Uh, the, you, you got some other great matchups here. This slate is is pretty damn impressive for the early morning yeah, slate. Um, yeah, it is. Wichita State travels to Houston, and I don't know if you watched the Houston South Florida game yesterday, Nick. Houston uh, put it on late, but Houston's right. a, I, unfortunately for Houston fans, they're going to be fine. They're going to make the NCAA tournament. This team's beat up. They lost Marcus Sasser. They lost. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the other guy's name right now. They've they've hit the injury bug pretty hard here. Um, I, I think I don't have a line on this, but it would not surprise me if Wichita gives them a game in Houston with how dinged up the, the Cougars are. So c- keep an eye out on this one. Uh, you, you think uh, Wichita can yeah, pull the upset? So you're, you're talking Tremont Mark yes, also out yes, this season. Yes. And um, another guy, Kyrie and Powell. I don't think he was a, a main contributor, but Sasser and Mark, those are huge, two big, huge yeah. losses. Yeah. And yeah, ever since, you know, obviously the injuries are piling up here and uh, they only beat temple by five, you know, in the, in the first game without those two. And then it took forever for them to put away a bad South Florida team. So I'm on Wichita here. I think, you know, especially um, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, now they're playing a good opponent without those guys. Yeah. It's good. It's a good thing. They have, they had two games to, to kind of start figuring some, some stuff out. Maybe in that second half against you, USF, they started figuring out some combinations and everything, but uh, against a better opponent, I think Wichita might get this one. 
Well, this is what's interesting about the AAC now with Houston getting hit by that injury bug. And those are injuries. Some of those injuries are, are injuries for the year. Um, they're going to be fine to make the NCAA tournament, I think. But I think this is wide open. We thought, oh, Memphis. Memphis has had their struggles. They're inconsistent. We thought UCF after Michigan. Well, no. Then they go to SMU and lose. Then they lose to Temple at home. Cincinnati's. Uh, hey, West Miller's got an opportunity here. You look at some of the other teams um, out there. SMU and Cincinnati are playing right now, so I can't. I don't know who's going to win that. But this conference all of a sudden opens up. That auto bid, I think, could be anyone's now. Yeah, you know, I'm curious as to what the line is going to be in this game here, because so you know, Houston, those two games we mentioned, Temple and USF, those were both on the road. Well, at least now they're home, and it's not like Wichita has been killing it. The last two decent teams they played, they've lost by 18 against Memphis at home and 10 to North Texas. Um, so in the teams they beat recently, Prairie View, Alcorn State, Norfolk State. Uh, so Vegas might overreact and only if this is only Houston minus two or something Then I think I would probably lean towards the home team. Um, what do you think the line is going to be? I think it'll be a lot. I think people don't, I don't think they're hip to all that. I think there'll be Houston minus like nine. Oh my, then I'm definitely on Wichita. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm curious as if it's under four, I think it's gonna be a tight game. Yeah, I do but too. If it's if it's under four, I'll ride Houston. Over five, I'll probably go Wichita. But as the conference goes, I think it's anyone's conference now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, you would lean Houston and Wichita, or Houston and Memphis, and maybe you know Wichita in there. But SMU, Cincinnati, dare I mention my East Carolina Pirates? Um, <laughs> all right, uh, that's a great game though to have nine in the morning. And then also uh, for me on the West, it is nine in the morning, noon for for you guys on the East. Clemson at NC State. Now let me ask you something. Aside from Duke, who's the best team in the ACC? <laughs> well, I mean, Clemson had some nice wins. Uh, UVA might be riding the ship. Is it Wake? Uh, is it Miami? Wake is solid. Miami's hot. UNC is still dangerous. Uh, but this is that's a, a huge game. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a big question mark. I'm for sure. Um, because there's no solid answer there, and and even though NC State before going on the road and beating Virginia Tech, I think they had dropped like five in a row or something. But you could tell that you know they were getting better, uh, and especially without Manny Bates, you know their their big man out for the year. I think it was in the the first game or, or like maybe a practice leading up to the season. So obviously that was a big blow, but they're starting to figure some stuff out. I mean, they still have a ceiling. I don't see NC State making the, the a tournament, but especially at home here, I think NC State, you know, they'll probably be a dog. I think I think they're a potential live dog. But overall, been pretty impressed with Clemson as well. You I've been know, impressed with both. Yeah, I think, I, and I'm not going to write off NC State from the NCAA tournament yet. I know the ACC is not doing great, but I, shit. I mean, besides Duke, I think this conference is wide open. Darian Sebron. NC State guy averaging 19, 10, and 3. He has emerged big time. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's a sophomore, and I don't even think he played that much in uh, in his freshman season. I'm going to pull it up here now, but um, I've been impressed with Clemson. I think they're better. You know, PJ Hall, yeah, huge jump from his freshman to sophomore season. He's really playing nice. And um, NC State, yeah, granted, I said they lost. I mean, right now their record's only 8 and 7, so they're going to need to start getting some wins here. But uh, yeah, watch out for Sebron, man, because he is playing lights out right now. He dropped 32 on Florida State, followed up with 21 uh, in Blacksburg at VT. So uh, yeah, he's a sophomore, and, and last year he averaged five points a game. This year he's averaging 19. So I love to see that you know freshman to sophomore leap, and he's definitely doing it. Yeah, I mean, but this is that's a great lineup. A great Wichita State, Houston, Clemson, NC State, then. I mean, this is a really good morning lineup. UConn hits the road to Seton Hall. Um, I mean, the Big East has been phenomenal at a conference, uh, and I think this this is only going to get better. Uh, these matchups as they start to play each other. Nine a.m. Nick, I, we don't have a line on this one, but this is an awesome game. One of the best games of the day. What are you doing here? I mean, I mean, I, I we don't have a line, but I, I I'm leaning, I'm leaning uh, Seton Hall. I think I agree. Seton Hall. First off, both teams have had some injury problems. Um, for uh, UConn, uh, Tyrese Martin and their big man Sonogo missed a few games. I think they're back and healthy now. 
Uh, Seton Hall, Tyree Samuel, and Miles Kale missed a couple games. I think they're back healthy. Their uh, redshirt senior point guard Bryce Aikens having a nice real start to the season. I like Seton Hall at home. I think they're the kind of the tougher, more hard nosed team. Uh, overall, I, I like UConn. You know, they have a lot of talent, man. And then, I mean, RJ Cole, he's you know the next long line of great scoring guards for uh, the Huskies. Uh, UConn has more talent. They have a higher ceiling, but this is this is road conference playing the Big East. Yeah, I'll take Seton Hall. Yeah, and, and and the Big East just killing it on these early games here because the next one, St. John's at Providence. St. John's got a much needed win the other day. Remember they they had a light at a conference schedule. They had COVID issues. Champagne missed a game. He came back. They got the win against the Paul. Now moving forward, big opportunity here going up against Ed Cooley and Providence. And Providence had the most quad one wins of any team in the nation. I don't know if you knew wow. that. Wow. Um, uh, now Providence coming off of uh, they they a beat down. Yeah. So do they do they you know right the ship here? Uh, in in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, at the Dunkin' Donuts Center against St. John's. This is an awesome game. This is only the the morning slate, guys. You know, <laughs> this is just the noon Eastern time yeah. tips. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this game is kind of similar to the previous game. This is why you love Biggie's basketball because like every game is good almost. You know. Yeah. Um, but Providence, I mean, you know, they're just an, they're an old team. They have a bunch of upperclassmen. Uh, you know, f- four out of the five starters, Watson, Horchler, Reeves, and Durham, all seniors. So uh, I don't see one bad outing having a lingering effect on them. So I think they bounce back nicely here. I think it's, you know, I think, I think the opposite will happen. They'll probably come out playing with their hair on fire. So um, I think they take down St. John's at home. I'm with you. I'm with you. Couple of the other, uh, uh, the other, other morning games that I feel like are worth noting here, Purdue at Penn state. Now, Nick Penn state beat Indiana in state college about in the past week. And then I, this morning, I didn't get a chance to watch Penn state at Northwestern. I, I know I missed that game on our pick sheet and I went back and watched it this morning here at the studio. Northwestern was blowing them out. Penn state on the road at in Evanston battles back down like 15 or 16 wins. The game covers Impressive. the Yeah. Penn state's won two in a row against decent competition. They're at home hosting Purdue. Who's kind of, can I start to call them overrated? The Boilermakers? Uh, you know, they've lost two games out of, of their last six. Uh, and also within that mix was um, an overtime win over NC state and uh, a couple games against uh, incarnate word and Nichols where they weren't all that impressive. Uh, I think that Nichols game, I think they ended up winning by like 10 or 12 maybe. And even, I mean, incarnate word, they won by 20, but they should really won by 40. And what's interesting, you know. yeah, and what's interesting here is the new head coach Micah Shrewsbury at Penn State. You know where he came from? From Purdue. This uh, he was there with Matt Painter. So this is a a very intriguing matchup. Who's going to know what he's going to do more than anybody? It's going to be Micah Shrewsbury. Uh, right. So even this is a low key interesting game. And if you look at uh, Penn State getting better at the right time, Seth Lundy's been playing great for them. And same with Jalen Pickett. Um, yeah, you mentioned Pickett. You know, one of the, one of the things I look at is whenever there's a transfer from a smaller school to a, to a, a big school, how do they you know, handle the upgrade in competition? And uh, Pickett is a transfer from Siena, and uh, this dude's balling, man. Yeah. You know, he has five straight games in double digits. He do- he dropped twenty three on the Buckeyes against Northwestern, eighteen six and four. So uh, very nice transfer from Siena, the Saints. But uh, at, at, you know, so yeah, Penn State, you know, two two nice nice two game win streak here. But I'm kind of favoring Purdue. It all depends on the line. I mean, do you think this is like a Purdue minus ten or something? I think it might be, and I think yeah. I might take Penn State. I think so. I think Purdue gets yeah. the win, but I could see this being like a six or eight point win by Purdue. So if you're gonna give me double digits, I'll probably go with the home dog. Yeah, another another nine a.m. game. Uh, South Carolina, who's nine and four. Playing some decent basketball, and the Vanderbilt Commodores, who, who I picked—I don't know if you caught my episode, Nick—I gave them away as a uh, eight-point dog to win on did. the road at Arkansas outright, and they did. And they're nine and four. I think they're actually kind of underrated, and I actually think South Carolina is better than their record because poor South Carolina has had some very bad. Co- it's like K State, Kansas State. I mean, I know South Carolina and Kansas State have had multiple games where they've had only like six or seven guys to play. Yeah. Um, so something to monitor if gambling on this game, but this is a big matchup in the SEC, and I think it's two teams that, when healthy, 
I think they're kind of underrated teams this year. And it wouldn't surprise me because as much as I, when I watched Kentucky, when I watched Arkansas, when I watch LSU, I think they're good, but I also think they're flawed. So it yeah, wouldn't surprise sure. me if these teams could beat them. This is a big game. A big win here would help this program a lot for whatever yeah, both, for both programs. Right? Yeah. For whatever. Cause I think, I think one of these teams can make the tournament, maybe both if, if they can just get it together. So this is a huge game. I think within this is a, once again, still 9am tip on the, on the West noon East. Uh, I kind of lean Vanderbilt just because I know the last time South Carolina played, they didn't have everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, and you mentioned the big Vandy win at Arkansas, but the game before that, right before Christmas, they beat BYU, and I think it was they were down in Hawaii or something. Yeah. Um, so a couple nice wins to go, you know, and they're playing at home. You know that uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. and Jordan uh, Wright, Jordan Wright yeah. combo there. Yeah. I like what Vanderbilt's doing. I think they'll get this win. I think it. I think it'll probably be a pretty short spread. Uh, Vandy minus four, something like that. Yeah, uh, if that's the case, I think Vandy can cover too. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it should be an interesting one to watch. Uh, another nine a.m. tip, and then we'll jump off uh, to the next slate. But Dayton at George Washington. I just want to touch on this for a second here. Dayton last night had their hearts broken. They've been playing a lot better. You know, the Flyers got that win against Kansas for a minute. They should. They, I think they beat Ole Miss. I think if memory serves me correct, they beat Ole Miss. Or I think so. Yeah, they lost at the buzzer. Ace Baldwin hit a three. They were up two. And Ace Baldwin hit a three for VCU at the buzzer last night. Awesome game. If you didn't, the A10 is a lot of fun. No, they they lost Ole Miss. They beat someone that. else good though. I thought it beat Virginia Tech. There we go. Um, they're on the road, taking on the Colonials of George Washington. Now Dayton's been a mystery team for me. They they lose to UMass Lowell. They beat Kansas. You figure that out. Um, it's a big opportunity for Dayton to get back on the right side of things. They're eight and six at GW. Any chance of an upset? I know GW's got James Bishop and Joe. Uh, uh, what, what, what the what the hell is his name? The transfer, uh, uh or I believe, or I, I, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. silly. Yeah, something like that. The, yeah. Speaking of uh, Virginia Tech, he transferred from the Hokies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I think Dayton wins this, especially G, uh, GW hasn't played since December thirteenth. So expect some big time rust. I think Dayton can go into the nation's capital and get a win pretty easily. There you go. So that's just the early slate that is, it gets a lot better. I mean, telling you this Saturday is amazing. I can't wait to be rocking with God's eye here at the SGPN studios. All right, folks, I want to tell you the college basketball experience weekend previews brought to you by better fantasy. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the better fantasy app. Download their free to play app to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big. When you win, uh, we love better fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits uh, by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Essentially uh, better fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 States. Download the app today at betterfantasy.com. That's B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. Um, and we're also brought to you by so bet. When did the uh, sports betting become so rigid sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches, tossing bets around in a speakeasy. So bet is taking the social lineage out of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. So bet is uh, changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account for yourself just to see through their fully functioning and free web application. You can access a demo of their app, which will launch in the fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone, you know, via text, QR codes and links among other methods. And no money is transacted on the app. It's purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn up the dial a notch, go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Uh, let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN to join the social betting revolution. You know what's crazy, man, is even even with those games, and there's other games at, at 9 a.m., Albany, New Hampshire, and Duquesne, UMass, and stuff, but the, uh, the SoCon has been one of the more interesting conferences to me, Nick. And always. Yeah. You, UNC Greensboro, 10 a.m., uh, only an hour after. 10 a.m. on the West, 1 p.m. on the East. UNC Greensboro, VMI. Look, I have no, I mean, I, I would lean Chattanooga to win this conference, but every team is good in this conference. Yeah. Every game is is fun to watch. UNC Greensboro 
hits the road to take on VMI. VMI battled back from down. Look, they ruined my lock yesterday. I had East Tennessee <laughs> State minus three. East Tennessee State's winning by like 20. I'm like, oh, I got this. VMI almost won the game. They only lost by one. So, right. right. Uh, sign me up for watching that one. I, I don't know if you have a lean on that one. I know we don't have a line, but. Uh, it all depends. I think VMI can, I think UNCG is better. I think they probably win, but probably not by a whole lot here. So if I'm getting, you know, seven or eight points, yeah, uh, tough to say what the line will be, but uh, I think VMI could be a live dog. That's yeah, one of the ones I think I got to find a TV for um, 10 AM. Like I said, on the West 1 PM on the East, Virginia hits the road to chapel Hill. I think Virginia, I was on Virginia against Clemson. Tony Bennett, I think starting to work his magic. The, the, the uh, rematch, not the first one, right? Yeah. No, the, in the past week I was on right. Virginia against, Cle- uh, against Syracuse. And then they went down to Clemson Two right. nice road wins for the well, Cavaliers. The is, so I was on Clemson to, to beat Virginia the first game. And then the second game I was on Virginia to beat Clemson. So yeah, I definitely liked playing within 10 days of, uh, you know, or, or you know, maybe like basically they played twice within two weeks. So yeah. I definitely like the, uh, the rematch uh, and Tony Bennett the second time against Clemson. And sure enough, they went on the road and got, you know, just when we thought UVA was struggling, you know, they got, you know, they lost to JMU got beat by at home by 17 to Clemson. Just when that happens, where they do, they, they have two straight road wins, you know, at Clemson at Syracuse. Can they make it three in Chapel Hill? Now I was on Notre Dame last night. I, I know that you and Patty C were on the Tar Heels. I was on Notre Dame. I was on Notre Dame <laughs> on the money line. If you listen to the right. SGP College Basketball Show, um, I, I I I tend to think North Carolina is going to be the favorite here, and I think I'm going to take Virginia. Well, you know, so this is the third road game in eight days. So you know, <laughs> UVA can thank the ACC for that schedule. That's freaking brutal, man. Yeah, yeah. At UNC, at Clemson, at Syracuse, all within eight days, but. Uh, Tony Bennett and UVA has they've won seven in a row against the Tar Heels. Jeez, make, make it eight in a row. Give me UVA. Yes, yes. Then at the same time, do I do I uh, get a little bit of love here for the Texas A and M Aggies in College Station? Is Buzz Williams? No one's talking about him, Nick. They're twelve and two. They're twelve I think and the two. Schedule's been a little light, but yeah. Look, I mean, they were supposed to be bad this year, so yes, give them credit. And nice start. They're hosting Arkansas, who I think is one of the most overrated teams in the country because their schedule is pretty damn light as well. <laughs> yes, uh, this is going on at the same time as that UVA North Carolina game. While these other great basketball games are on too, sign me up for this. What uh, I'm going to take A and M to win in College Station. I don't know what that line's going to be. I think Arkansas is going to be favored. Yeah, I mean, so A and M does have a couple of decent wins. They beat Butler. They beat Notre Dame, but. Like the last four games here, Georgia, Central Arkansas, Northwestern State, Dallas Christian. So twelve and two is a bit inflated. It's going to get tougher, you know, as a season, as conference season, you know, uh, comes to fruition here. But uh, I think at home, I think you have to lean A and M. But if someone's looking at that twelve and two record and says, you know, they're an eight or ten point favorite, then I'm taking Arkansas. I do expect this to be a close game. I mean, uh, last game out, they just beat Georgia by two. You might have locked up AM in that game. I did. Did you? I did, man. That was not very impressive against a Georgia team that had been losing to just about everybody. A road Uh, win is a road win. There you go. So if it's a very small spread, give me the home team. Yeah, I'm telling you. I I think, and, and hey, you get to like 19, 20 wins, uh, you'll be dancing in the SEC this year. Um, Okay, so now we go over to 11 a.m. Once again, still a decent, it's just a fucking great college basketball slate. Couple, uh, I want to touch on the A10 for a second here. Rhode Island is playing at Davidson. You know, I got to go back and listen to our preview episode, but I thought, I think I called for Davidson to be better just because I trust McKillop. They might be the best team in the A10. I think everyone was saying St. <laughs> Bonaventure. I know VCU had Ace Baldwin out for a while. He's back. Well, same, same. Bonaventure's been hurt too. Yeah, yeah. And Dayton, I think, I even had some guys injured too. Um, and Richmond, uh, we'll touch on in a second here. But Rhode Island also, I think, overachieving a little bit. I think they're better than what we expected after they lost Fats Russell. It almost seems like they got better be- after losing one of their best guys. Rhode Island, Davidson. Um, you think Davidson's just going to take care of business? Foster yeah. lawyer. Yep. 
Yeah, he dude that, that Michigan State transfer. He's playing really good for uh, the Wildcats. Uh, yeah, I like Davidson at home. Okay, Rich. At the same time, Richmond's on the road at Fordham, and I I, I know you we've talked about this. I don't want to talk on it much, but Richmond is <laughs> is is the hardest team to understand in college basketball. They, they really are, man. They have the talent. They have the experience. Uh, does it come down to coaching? I mean, that coach has been there forever. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, it's very frustrating. Um. I don't know. I just feel like that's a, a tricky game. Akron at Miami, Ohio. I think that's a great game too. And the Mac going on there. Um, Miami, Ohio went to, to Georgia tech, beat them on the road. Akron has been a good team, uh, you know, throughout, I mean, for the past couple of years, really. Um, I think that's an interesting game in the Mac going on at 11 AM. Then Villanova at DePaul and DePaul is a team that we, we, we might need to circle the panic button. Yeah, because they got out to bit. the nine and one start. I thought <laughs> I, I thought last night's game against St. John's was the biggest game of the season. I, if they could win that, because I knew the schedule was brutal coming up. They're at home in Chicago. I'm gonna take Nova to get it done, though. I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, they're, I mean, come on. I, yeah, DePaul's a nice story so far, but they're not. They're not Nova. That's for sure. Okay, what about the Huggy Bear matchup? Now I know. K State had COVID issues, but remember Bob Huggins was at Kansas State, I think, for one year. And then he jumped ship to West Virginia. They both reside in the Big 12. This is in Morgantown, West Virginia. If K State's healthy, I expect this to be a dogfight. I know they had this crazy COVID stuff, though. So did West Virginia. They had two starters out against uh, Texas. Uh, I expected them to cover against Texas. I locked it up. I found out, you know, like two minutes after tip that they're down two starters. And they lost to Texas by 15. I think they were getting 10 and a half. Uh, but I, I'm assuming they're fully healthy now. Cause that was uh, about a week ago. So who knows? I mean, Kansas state was shorthanded against Texas. They lost by 13. West Virginia was shorthanded against Texas. They lost by, but by 15, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Texas is catching all the breaks in Morgantown. You gotta go Mountaineers, right? I think so. Um, I wouldn't touch on this, but I feel like I have to touch on this. And I know you're thinking, why the hell are you highlighting this game? It's because East Carolina's 10 and three, baby. They're ten and three. They're third in the ACC or in the AAC at the moment. Maybe the ACC will come knocking. They're on the road at Temple. Temple's coming off a huge game where they went on the money line as a double-digit dog at UCF. Dude, if 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 ECU wins this game in in Philadelphia and goes to eleven yeah. and three. I'm starting to buy in on Joe Joe Joe, well, Joe Dooley's dude, that that Tulane win was impressive, man. Tulane had just beaten Memphis and Cincinnati. Yeah, and they go into Greenville, get knocked off in overtime. So uh, almost the same thing you mentioned with the other team. You know, they lost their best player, Jalen Gardner, transfers to uh, UVA, and uh, ECU's not missing a beat. This is probably their best start to a season since Blue Edwards. <laughs> exactly. Nebraska at Rutgers. I wouldn't talk on this much because Nebraska has been a mess, but Rutgers at home is, is for the past two years. Yeah. They've been really good at home. They took the, they've just beat Michigan at home. They beat Purdue at home in that crazy uh, game winner by Ron Harper jr. You're going to take the, you're going to take the Scarlet Knights there. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but well, it depends. Cause like I said, Rutgers hardly, ever, they, they never blow out anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if it's like Rutgers minus 10, I might go Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, especially Nebraska just took the Buckeyes to overtime. Uh, granted, that was in Lincoln, uh, but uh, if, if that's a large spread, I might go dog there. But I think Rutgers does win. I agree. I agree. Okay, L- this 11 a.m. slate pretty fun as well. Texas at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State for a minute. I you know they battled back against Kansas. I was on Kansas minus seven. Any chance in Stillwater they take down Texas? Texas seems to be catching some breaks with some players out in all these games, and then obviously yeah. Marcus Carr's gone. No, he's not gone. Oh, is he back? Yeah. So there was some reports, and I think I might have te- uh, texted you guys that he was he was just miserable in Austin, and he might quit the team. Uh, but he re- he responded with his best two games of the season. He had twenty uh, on WVU, uh, and he dropped nineteen on K State with seven boards and five assists. So. I, I guess all is well. <laughs> <laughs> all it takes is a good game. All there right. All go. it takes but, is uh, one good game. Who are you going here though? So the Cowboys, they've lost four of their last five with the only win being at home in overtime against Cleveland state. They are, uh, they're, they're struggling, man. They're, they're uh, struggling with turnovers, 302nd in the nation. They don't shoot the three ball 334th in the nation and they don't shoot free throws 302nd in the nation. Not a good, not three good categories to be 
ranked in the three hundreds. Give me Texas. Mm, mm. Then uh, I mentioned before one of the best stories going on in college basketball, and I think it's Steve Forbes in Wake Forest. Syracuse is on the road at Wake Forest, and, and look, Sean stacking the money green here, huge Syracuse guy. I tried <laughs> to tell him if they lost that Miami game, they needed that Miami game more than Miami needed it, and you let you let them lose this at Wake, they might be in some trouble. The Qs. Uh, they got Jimmy Beheim, Buddy Beheim, Gerard, Cole Swider's been a nice addition, the Villanova transfer, but Wake Forest, man. I think that, well, I mean, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. Wake Forest could win the ACC. They were projected sure. to be 13th in the conference. <laughs> I wonder what those odds were if anybody has a, <laughs> a ticket to Wake Forest to win the ACC. Oh, have you watched him? Alondis Williams is a beast. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? They are undefeated at home. Their only losses coming uh, neutral side against LSU and the the two road games at Louisville at Miami. At this point, it it's kind of strange to say it, but I think I have more faith in them than I do Syracuse. But they're so Syracuse, much more athletic than Syracuse. Yeah, but Syracuse does this every year. <laughs> okay, every year in like late December, early January, you're like, I don't think this team's gonna make it. And they pull it out. They get to the bubble. <laughs> they make the NCAA tournament, and, and they get you know, red hot. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe they'll win a couple of games. Uh, but with that said, I think you have to favor Wake, and and Wake seems to be underappreciated by Vegas right now. So in the football line gonna, and in basketball, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the line is going to be, dude. They have to have a pretty good ATS record. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, Steve's Force Bonds. If you have guys, if you if you're listening to this, you haven't watched Wake. I think they're incredibly fun to watch. They play at a really fast pace. Alondis Williams is averaging 20 points, six boards, five assists. Uh, the guy gets after it on the defensive end. They got these transfers that came in. Dallas Walton came in from Colorado. He's a big contributor on this team. Uh, Davian Williamson, the other guard. I mean, th- this is a fun team to watch, and uh, I I I think they're gonna beat. Syracuse, I do. Yeah, and and they are nine and six ATS, hitting at a sixty uh, percent clip, one of the top uh, I don't know fifty teams or so. Uh, so yeah, I like Wake here. Give me Wake. Yeah, and uh, so at the same time, like I said, this is a glorious day. You have, and I think isn't there NFL games on too on on Saturday too? I think there's a couple NFL games this Saturday. Yeah, maybe. Um, then you have Syracuse. I'm sorry. Then you have Michigan State at Michigan. This is always one of the best games of the year. I don't care what the records are. I like the rivalry. I watch this just like I watch Army Navy. I know Michigan's struggling, but under the radar coming into the year is the Spartans, and I know they're not under the radar anymore because they're number ten, but. I still don't feel like anybody's talking about them. Yeah. They're not a sexy team. They're not a sexy team. They got like, like nine guys play double digit minutes. They're, they're really deep and they're very interchangeable, you know? So if, if one guy's struggling, no problem, you know, sit on the bench and somebody else will come in. So I've been very impressed with, with the uh, Michigan state. I still feel like nobody's talking about them. They might be the best team in the big 10. If Michigan loses, they will be seven and seven. That's crazy. I mean, talk about this is a huge game for Michigan. Talk about needing it more. Yeah. Michigan definitely needs this more. And they're at home. I mean, if you look at the last five games or so, every everything that tells you to take Michigan State, I might take Michigan though. Rivalry game at home and who needs it more? Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't get beat like the Georgia Bulldogs beat them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think line this year? Michigan State by uh six? E five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even maybe even four. Yeah. Just because of the rivalry factor, right? Yeah, I guess Michigan still has a big name, and I think people still think of them from last year. They're definitely not as good as last year's squad. Uh, inter- yeah, very good game though. Interesting. Yeah. I want to key on this. You're gonna be like, well, Kobe, why are we talking about this? I actually think this could be a very important game in the conference USA. Florida International is heading to Western Kentucky. FIU is ten and four. Western Kentucky is eight and six. But Western Kentucky is the more battle-tested team. Um, when it comes to the CUSA, I mean, there's talk that who's the best team? Is it Western Kentucky? Is it La Tech? Is it UAB? Is it Florida International? That not no one's talking about. That's having a really good year. Um, this is a pretty decent game, man. So. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to ride Western Kentucky because it's, it's at, it's in, it's in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So I think this place will be lit, but uh, interesting matchup here. Um, 
Yeah, I'm all over the Hilltoppers, man. Uh, so they've lost two in a row. Those are road trips at Kentucky at La Tech. Uh, a couple of games before that, they beat Louisville at home by ten. They beat Ole Miss at home by twenty three or something. So uh, at home, I think Western Kentucky is a different team. Uh, yeah, I think they get the W here. Yeah. Okay. Um, a nice, a nice matchup in the MAC. Bowling Green and B- Buffalo. They just played a couple of days ago. Uh, Buffalo pulled away. Bowling Green, I think, was beating them at the half. Buffalo ended up pulling away, one by eleven. Alabama at Missouri. Any chance that Crimson Tide get the upset? Get upset, I should say, by Quanzo <laughs> Martin. Yeah, yeah, I think Missouri's pretty awful, aren't they? Yeah, uh, they give me they give me Bama to roll. All right, well, then you got a couple other mid-major matchups: Bradley at Loyola, Chicago, Citadel at Chattanooga. Any chances Loyola or Chattanooga get upset? I think the Citadel could upset Chattanooga. Citadel can get hot from, uh, from three, you know, and if they can do that, sure. They have a chance. Uh, but I do like Loyola, Loyola Chicago with the other one. You also got UAB at rice rice in North, North Texas. I'm sorry. I apologize because rice in North Texas, I've been impressed with when I've watched them in the CUSA yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting matchup happening down there in Houston. Mercer at Furman is an awesome game in the SoCon and people, we, everyone wants to say Chattanooga. I know people were tweeting us talking about Chattanooga. Watch out for Mercer and Furman. They can play. They can play. Um, then we go into the uh, the afternoon slate here. Um, Kansas hits the road to to Lubbock. Texas Tech coming off of a bat. Did you watch any of this Texas Tech Iowa State game? It was a it was a slugfest. Texas Tech. That's what they like to do. That's how they beat Tennessee. Right. Um, any chance uh, Red Raiders uh, live dog at home? I don't know, man. I haven't got a, too much of a chance to watch Texas Tech this year. Uh, I know they have some players. I know they have some returners, and they got uh, what uh, O'Banner coming in from Oral Roberts. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of lean Texas here, but man, you know, like I said, for football, man, crazy stuff happens in West Texas. So tough road trip. There's always the possibility. Uh, I would be looking more for a cover than a money line play. Uh, but it's a, I mean, it's a dangerous road trip and the play should be lit. So Kansas could lose this game. Uh, I don't want to touch on this one much, but uh, I feel like Pitt's the best, the best bad team. Like they, they lose. Have you seen how many times they've lost by one or two? Jeff, well, the fact that they were getting 12 and a half at, uh, uh, versus Louisville. I mean, Louisville's not even that good. <laughs> yeah. So that was an, I know, I know yourself and I bet that and locked it up and, and won easily. I think they lost by three or something, but uh, you're right. A ton of close losses. They're off to a five and nine start. Oh, and three in the ACC. Dude, but they're a dangerous team. They're better than Boston college. So if you were to revert, like if you, if you were to look at like, <laughs> I, I guess there's no metrics for this, but I would say like, if you were to take away like one point, five point losses or below, I feel like Pitt would be like, if they'd probably have like two losses on the season then. Because I've seen them games myself. I saw Minnesota beat them at the buzzer. I saw Virginia beat them at the buzzer. Buzzer. I saw Notre Dame with like t- ten seconds. I've hit the game winner. I mean, they have got their hearts broken in a lot of these matchups. Louisville last night. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Pitt to beat Boston College. Um, interesting game. This one was added because Nevada's got COVID problems, and I can't wait to watch this. 1 p.m. on the West, 4 p.m. on the East. Colorado State, Nick. They're undefeated. This game was just added. Kudos to the Mountain West for making this happen. They're going to San Diego to take on the Aztecs. This is an awesome game. Yeah, you know, at first uh, when I saw uh, originally Friday night was supposed to be Colorado State at Boise State. I was like, you know what? This might be the first L for the Rams. Just you know, because Boise State's a very solid team, and once again in conference on the road. Uh, But uh, I think the same thing can happen Saturday. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm all over watching that one. Uh, I got to ask you about this one here is, I mean, I've I heard uh, John Rothstein talking about it. Um, is Baylor a blue blood now? He, he thinks they're right on the verge of being a blue blood. Now Baylor hits the road to take on 10 and one TCU. We, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think I'd be saying that. Yes. And Baylor, you know, they went to Oregon, took care of business. They went to Iowa state, took care of business. Can they do it again against a uh, you know kind of a little Cinderella team here with uh, Jamie Dixon's bunch with Mike Miles and Emmanuel Miller and Chuck O'Bannon? What are you doing here? Well, yeah, I mean Baylor wins, you know, definitely. And I have been very, very impressed 
coming off a national championship, losing as much as they did. And to, to, to be number one in the nation at 14 and zero is just remarkable. So uh, tip of the cap to the Baylor bears here, but uh, I think there's a chance TCU covers this um, Baylor's going to be favored by double digits. I'd say, and TCU and Jamie Dixon, like the slow pace, they're going to try to, you know, uh, suck that clock down, if you will. <laughs> and uh, I think TCU can cover if I'm looking at like getting 15 points or something. Yeah, I mean, no, no potential live dog on, on the money line. <laughs> if I can cop out and say conference play on the road, you can always be careful. But no, I, I think Baylor. I think TCU. Their record hasn't been the best, uh, so that ten to one record's a little phony. But uh, I mean, like in the last five games, they have beat Georgetown, Texas A&M, and Utah, and Oral Roberts. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, it, it, it's possible, but uh, I'm not going to be, you know, sprinkling any myself. Okay. Okay. Notre Dame hits the road to go to Georgia tech, Notre Dame, Nick, they're going to find themselves back in the mix for the ACC championship. They're going to find themselves in the mix to make the NCAA tournament. The Irish are going to go down to Atlanta and get a win. I think you're right. Georgia tech is just so bad offensively. Uh, they play good defense, uh, but Notre Dame does have lots of scoring options. And if Prentice hub can get his act together and play like he had the last couple of years, Notre Dame could be very good. That's why they're struggling. He's had an awful season and he's an upperclassman. He's either, I think he's a senior. If, he, if he's not a senior, he's a junior, but he might even be a senior. Uh, he's really struggling. He struggled all year so far, but I think I agree with you. I think Notre Dame can get a dub on the road. Uh, Iowa state hits the road to Norman, Oklahoma. This uh, is there a better story? Is it Wake Forest or is it Iowa State? What's the what's the more <laughs> shocking story in college basketball? Iowa State got the win last night against Texas Tech. Their one lone loss is to the number one team in the nation, and they covered in in that game. Um, they hit the road to go to Norman. Porter Moser's bunch year one. Obviously, he's got work to do, but Oklahoma's they've been feisty. They've had some nice ones. They blew out Florida. Um, could the Sooners be the live dog here against the number 11 team. I think we might want to circle this one as potential money line dog. Oh, definitely. And I, first off, I don't know who's going to be favored. <laughs> number 11 though. Iowa state's 11th in the country hitting the road. If, you think if Iowa state's favorite, it's going to be by no more than three. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the home team here. Um, once again, yeah, Iowa state great job so far. But uh, Oklahoma's right there. Porter Moser. I mean, he's at home. They're going to lock that down. I think Oklahoma gets this W here. Should be a great game. Should be a close game. Uh, but I will. I would be surprised if Iowa State's like a heavy favored. I don't care what the ranking is. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't expect either team to be favored by more than three. Maybe four. Maybe five. I don't know. Um, uh, well, that, that's definitely on the Sooners for sure. Uh, Georgia. Any chance Georgia can knock off Kentucky and Lexington? No, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> we can move along. This is a big time matchup. Tennessee hitting the road to Baton Rouge. Yeah, Ten- good game. Uh, Tennessee got very fortunate, I thought, to uh, pull that one out against Ole Miss. They but they were down big to Ole Miss at one point. They came back in an overtime, got the win. Huge matchup here. I lean LSU. What are you doing? I still don't trust Tennessee. I mean, they got the big win at home versus Arizona. Uh, I think they're better in Knoxville. Obviously, I mean that's the case with most teams, right? Yeah. But uh, on the road, yeah, I, I'd lean LSU. And and Tennessee did this last year too. Tennessee had a couple really impressive early season wins. And then they kind of faded down the stretch. I mean, they still made the tournament last year, but I think they got bounced in the opening round. Right. Uh, I think if memory serves me correct, that sounds accurate. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah. Give me LSU. Um, Washington state and uh, the whole pack 12 has had these COVID problems. Washington state at Utah. Utah is a tough place to play. Is Washington state even going to find themselves anywhere near the NCAA tournament? At one point it looked like maybe Eight and five against eight and six Utah Salt Lake City Nick, I think I would. Kinda, I think I'm gonna take Utah as a live dog here. Yeah, kind of hard to say right now. Washington State is currently playing at Colorado. You know, while we're recording here, I'm not sure what what's going on there. So usually I don't like to pick a game ahead, you know. But uh, Washington State once again better in Pullman. So yeah, I think I'd lean Utah here. Yeah. Um, UC Irvine, UC Riverside. That's a nice game in the, the, uh, in the big West Louisville at Florida state, Nick, do we start to hit the panic button on the Seminoles? Cause I, I, I did, I, I've that's things been, been that's sounding off for a, a quite a while now. 
I keep on giving them the benefit of the doubt. You know, I locked them up against NC State. They're minus two and a half. They win by two. Uh, I didn't bet it or lock it against Wake, but I still picked them at Wake. They lost that by twenty-two. So yes, sound the alarms. Yes, uh, the loss to South Carolina, lost is to to a Syracuse in December. Huge game for right them now. Here. Huge game for them. They're they need. They I don't know who this. their best player is. They're not as good on defense as usual. Uh, they definitely need this. Um, I guess they need it more than Louisville. Louisville's they're they're decent, ten and four, not too shabby. Um, they have reeled off three straight ACC wins in a row. They beat Wake. Yeah. They you know uh, they beat Georgia Tech on the road by three, and they just beat Pitt by three. I'm gonna take Florida State one more time, I think, at home. But <laughs> but yes. Sound the alarms. Yes, uh, Utah State travels to the pit to take on New Mexico. I could see a live Utah State's been a hard team to get a read on. I know they got dinged up. I know they got injured. Um, but yeah. uh, uh, interesting matchup. The pit can get live. Florida at Auburn. This is a great game. Auburn looking pretty damn good right now. Nick Florida coming off a bad, like they were going neck and neck with Bama. All of a sudden Nate Oates and the crimson tide had one of these crazy runs. And next thing you know, Alabama wins by double digits. Well, Florida hadn't played in two weeks and Bama was coming off that win over Tennessee. Uh, so I wasn't surprised to see the Gators come out a little flat versus a tide. I think I was the only one that went Alabama. Um, yeah. So Florida, it's okay. I mean, it's a, it's a decent loss and no calls for concern just there, but Auburn, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know you've been talking up uh, Jabari Smith and your, your daily podcast. He might be, I mean, he's gonna be a lottery pick might be the first pick of the draft, but how about the North Carolina transfer Walker Kessler? Yeah. yeah. They're big man. They're seven footer averaging 10.7.5 boards and 4.2 blocks per game. Damn. Uh, seriously, <laughs> let's just say as a Duke fan, I'm happy he is no longer in the ACC. <laughs> I think he's a good matchup against uh, Colin Castleton. It'll it'll be battle of the two big white guys. Um, but Auburn's going to be tough to beat at home, man. Yeah, I mean that that's a great game. Um, I, I think Florida keeps it close though. If if it's Auburn minus seven or eight, I might go Florida to cover that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I think I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't know. It depends what that number is, but uh, I think Auburn's going to get the win there. Miami Agreed. is heading to Cameron Indoor Stadium. Are these the top two teams in the ACC? Is the question. <laughs> Potentially, man. Potentially, like I said, that number two spot. I think obviously, I think you know, I'm not just saying this as a Duke fan, but Duke has locked up the number one spot. Yes, in, yes. Yeah, in the ACC, uh, and number two is wide open. So. Why not? Hurricanes? This could be huge. I mean, look, no one's giving you credit, Miami. Maybe you come in there, shock the world, and you'll have that win moving forward. But uh, hey, uh, sign me up for watching it. I think it could be a fun game. UCLA at Cal is happening. I think Cal, Mark Fox's team's gotten better. I mean, obviously the COVID stuff makes it all tricky. UCLA should roll. Um, and we got the Egg Bowl in basketball. Mississippi State at Ole Miss. These games are always chippy. They're always fun. Gotta, I gotta lean there. State, yeah, I would say, Hale State, I would right? say, I would say Mississippi State. I mean, you know, Ole Miss, they did just lose to Samford at home not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they lost to Western Kentucky. You know, granted, they they did you know show up against Tennessee, but ended up losing in overtime. I think Mississippi State's just the a better team. I agree. Pepperdine at Gonzaga, no chance at an upset there. Pepperdine, I think, is not that good of a team this year. They were better last year. Here's one nightcap: St. Mary's at BYU. Nick, that's a good game, man. That is a great game. Can't wait to watch that one. Um, I lean BYU because Provo gets lit. I it was gonna say that, I was gonna say the same thing. Pretty even teams here, but at home, I would go BYU. Yeah. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. It's the app is live now in the app store and Google play store. It's free to download. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app uh, review and then yeah, come on, give us a review. It's a brand new year. We need some reviews and download the SGPN app today. All right, next Sunday, I'm just going to just rat, uh, rapid fire here. Min- Shoot. Minnesota, Indiana, Indiana got the win big against Ohio state tonight. 
Yeah, I like how how Indiana bounced back from that Penn State loss uh, at home. Give me the Hoosiers. Yale Harvard, nice little Ivy League matchup, rivalry, history. Give me Yale this time. Okay. Um, Cincinnati at Memphis. This all of a sudden is a huge game because it's anyone's conference. <sighs> Freaking talk about teams that's hard to read. I'd lean Memphis at home. I think so too. Uh, CAA won't let this team go to the uh, the tournament, their conference tournament. But Hofstra at James Madison's intriguing. Probably the two best teams in the conference. Give me JMU at home too. I agree. I think they got a little message for the CAA. Washington, the Huskies at Colorado Sunday. Buffs gonna get that win. Yes. Um, Washington could cover. I don't. I don't know how many points Colorado is gonna be favored by. I think Colorado wins, and if it's like five or six. I think they cover too. I think uh, I think it'd be a close game. Colorado gets the win. Brawl of the Wild, Montana, Montana State, Nick. Two nice teams in the Big Sky. I kind of been oh, national championship. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's North Dakota State. Never mind. <laughs> no, Montana State's playing in the national yeah, yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know. Right. But Montana, Montana State. Nice little backyard battle. Give me the Bobcats. It's at Montana State. Yeah. I think Montana's slightly better, but on the road, this has like a split. Like I'm assuming they're in the same conference and they're going to play home and away. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a split. Montana state wins this one. Northeastern at Towson. Towson's been kind of chippy Northeastern. Uh, Nice little CAA matchup. Towson Towson blew it for me last week. Who Uh, were they playing on the road? I think it was. No, it wasn't LaSalle. It was somebody else. Drexel. It was was Drexel. Drexel, That's what it was. So I'm still a little bitter with Towson. So give me Northeastern Northwestern at Ohio state Sunday. Any chance the uh, wildcats pull it, pull off the upset. I don't think so. Ohio but state bounces a back cover, a cover is possible. Okay. Wisconsin at Maryland. Does Maryland get that win in college park? I think they could. Why not? Yeah. That might not be the best matchup for them though. Like, I don't know. They're just like the way Wisconsin plays basketball. Yeah, ah, screw it. Let me go with my, my first instinct. Terps. Yeah, Johnny Davis doing it. All right, folks. That's and that's our weekend here. Enjoy it. We'll be here Saturday morning. I'll be uh, live from the studio talking best bets of the day and covering the FCS national championship and the college football national cha- the Alabama Georgia national championship. So we got you covered on the college basketball experience and the college football ex- experience. Subscribe to both. Remember the USFL podcast coming soon as well. Sports gambling podcast got you covered for pretty much every sport. Like I said, there was an article about darts out there. Darts. All right. Um, so get that SGPN app live in the app store and Google play store. It's free to download. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D you can find NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find Terrell Furman on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. You can find the college basketball experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow. Also check out the Slack channel for your sports gambling podcast. We got it covered. Everything, everything, folks. All right. This is the college basketball experience weekend preview. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. <laughs>